Hey, welcome back to the Shake Top. This is She Bear. <laughs> How's everybody doing? We are back for another episode today, and we have a pretty interesting topic. So, this offseason, Tom Brady signs with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Bill Belichick is still the head coach of New England Patriots, and it comes down to who misses who more. And for me, I think that Bill Belichick will still be successful when he doesn't have Cam Newton as his quarterback. Yeah, I would agree with you on that much. Linebacker. Um, their leading tackler, he was the captain of the defense, and he opted out once he saw Brady going to Tampa Bay. And, t like, Tom Brady has all the weapons in the world. Oh, yeah, and you know, you talk about Antonio and Mike Evans. and Yeah, so they just recently signed Antonio Brown. They have Mike Evans. They have Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Shady McCoy. I mean, Shady McCoy... Shady McCoy's Older head, side. Yeah. But, but he's a good second option. Yeah, because Leonard Fournette's going to pound the ball down the middle of the field, and then you're going to have... It's kind of like the McCoy. two goalie system. Don't beat the one up too bad. Exactly. Kind of alternate the two. I get that. And, and it's nice to have veteran presence. Right, and, uh, you know... We were talking about this earlier, you know, anytime that the the Buccaneers have played a good team this year, they've kind of got beat up. I mean, Brady, uh, the Tampa Bay doesn't have a great offensive line, number one. Um, number two, they their their defense is okay. Who played for the Jets that night? Was it Flacco? Yeah, Joe Flacco. It was Joe, yeah. Yeah, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. They, they actually made a huge, uh, there was a Facebook article about how Frank Gore and Joe Flacco, the last time they were on a field together, was the Super Bowl, the Baltimore one. Oh, wow. And Is Joe the, Flacco undercover elite? Joe Flacco is an undercover second ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Joe Flacco never really had... Like, Joe Flacco had, like... He had a good career. Like he, he, he had a good career, but I'm pretty sure that Baltimore wins off the back of a defense. Oh, 100. Yeah, when you have a Ray, when you have a Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, was Terrell Suggs still playing too? Yeah, Terrell Suggs yeah. was still playing. That team was very, was all it was heavy. Pretty defense. good, yeah. Pretty good. We're about to have the weirdest Super Bowl ever. Yes, there's not. I think there's, there's not even going to be like a contest. Do you think Tom Brady? Do you think Tampa Bay plays in the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay this year? God, this is gonna sound so bad. They're in the AFC, really. NFC. They're in the NFC. They're prost. So they have, they, to, go, they have to go through. Uh, to go to, so New Orleans is in their division. New Orleans, and they have they to have go Atlanta, through Atlanta, and they also have. Um, it's not the Packers, right? No. It's not the Steelers. No, 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 no. Give me a second. It's not the Panthers. It's uh. Gosh, who's the other team in the NFC South? Wait, we're sports guys, and we. Oh can't my even, God, we're having a moment. We can't even think of it. It's the Saints, the Falcons, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. The other team must just really be irrelevant. It is. That, it, it, uh, are they? Uh, are they up top? Are they like up in the north? They might be. It's like Dallas. And yeah, Dallas east. being in the east. That's that's why I think it's one of those things. Is it the, no, not Detroit? You were right. It's 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 the Panthers. It's Carolina. Oh, it is. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so I was the Saints. Okay. So we'll go back on this so I can edit it. Yeah. The Saints, the Buccaneers, 
the Falcons, and the Panthers. Yes. The only real competition in there feels like the Saints. Yeah, because the Falcons can't hold a lead in the fourth quarter synchronized. Uh, this is you're talking about a team that can't kneel the ball. It's insane. Yeah. Like they blew the game against Dallas. Brady this year has looked human. But I kind of figured that, like, a lot of people thought that he was just going to go down to Tampa Bay and light these guys up. Like, light up the... The, the entire thing, ones. yeah. And they lose week one to the Saints, and then they just got punched in the mouth by the Saints this past week. Like, bad. Bad. And... Like, three points. Like, they only yeah, scored they three only points. Scored three three points. interceptions on Brady's end. Yeah, and it was, was 37. And it was a lights-out performance for Drew. Oh, yeah. So, again, it's... When, they, when they're playing at any sort of decent composed football team they're having a hard time and this isn't Brady from this isn't Brady from seven eight years ago this is Brady that 40 what is yeah it? 40 41 now or something yeah like so he's 40 he's 40 I think he's 41 41 or 42 yeah, either so way he's, he's back into 40 yeah he's not gonna even though he has all these weapons he's not gonna be able to he's not gonna be able to, to do what he used to do and do I think that him and Belichick never should have never broke up? Yes, I feel like that's the worst thing that could have happened for either of them. But like I think if you wanted to get seven, it was going to be with Belichick. Yeah, well, dude, Belichick Belichick is known for getting rid of players at the right time. He's always if you look at the guys that he's had on his team that went to other places, they're not good after. The, but the only player that was good after they left the Patriots. Was like Eric Blunt. Oh yeah, he comes here and he he's half the reason, in my opinion, we win a Super Bowl. He he added a lot on the rushing presence yes, that year. Exactly, it was huge. He, he he ran with a purpose. He helped us immensely. I mean, there was the Tennessee game where he there was nothing going on, and he breaks off a sixty-five yard run for us to seal the game off when we, they were coming back and almost beat us. I think that. Bill Belichick will have the Patriots winning another Super Bowl before 2025. Next five. Next five years. I right? can't. I can't say. I know that neither of these teams are going to the Super Bowl this year. In my opinion, honest to God, I don't. New England's not doing it. Let's no, try to put that. No. The AFC, the Chiefs are coming out of the AFC. So AFC is Baltimore. The I'm talking about playoff wise, like yeah, realistic yeah. Super Bowl contender contenders. Contenders are. In the AFC, you have Baltimore, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Steelers. The Steelers are playing out of there. So the only undefeated team still in That's football. That's um, So it's – we have there, – there, it's going to be one of the four of them. It's going to be one of the four of them in the AFC. I, I truly think it's going to be Kansas City again. Mahomes is just on another level. He's Mahomes, up for the MVP race. Mahomes right may. I'm. I'm not trying to sound like a fanboy, but if Mahomes keeps up what he's doing, he might be the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. And that's coming from a person who's got to watch 20 years of Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is the best quarterback. That and another like 10 plus, plus years of Peyton Manning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've gotten some. We've been great. Like lucky enough to see some really really good quarterbacks. We got to watch two, I would say two of the top five quarterbacks ever play football. In the last spoiled. 10 years. No, I'm talking about ever. Uh, yeah, I'm saying spoiled. we saw them in the last 10 years. Yeah, oh yeah. We watched Peyton Manning and Tom Brady tear up the league for, for a good portion of a day. Mental mind games. That was always like one of my most anticipated games was when the Colts would play New England. Oh yeah. That was huge. Absolutely. That was Everybody huge. Was it, was always on the, it was always on the precipice of like, 
a Super Bowl or going to your conference championship. Right, yeah. And you knew that game was going to be electric regardless of the facts. Right. They had stacked teams, stacked players, regardless. Yeah, but you know, but if you if you put the best quarterback of all time, which and my like I said, in my opinion, Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. Rings that you yeah, you can't deny. You that. cannot deny. It. There's and, nobody and, even and close. He's right? one, he's well, Ben's got three or four. Ben's got three. Ben's got three. Yes, Peyton had two. Yeah. Um, Fought for those two like tooth and nail too. Yeah. Two different teams. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that because Peyton Manning had Pierre Garçon, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Williams. Like he he had Frank Gore. Yeah. He had good running, like he had good teams. T.Y. Hilton. But again, you always went up against a Brady in your prime oh, yeah. in playoffs. Yeah. And if that didn't exhaust you to a loss, then you were going into the next game having just thrown almost the entire bag yeah. of tricks out on Brady and, and Belichick. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I mean, Belichick might be the best coach of all time. I, yeah, do you, truly, I, I don't think, I actually, I don't think there's a comparison. Bill Belichick is the best. I, it's you put the, those two together, and you made something that is so special. And well, yeah, it will. In my opinion, it will never be re replicated. No, and, and while Tony Dungy and Peyton had a really good rapport and they did a really good job there, I think that Belichick instilled that winning mentality beyond. Yeah, and you know what I'm Dungy saying. Even with Ben too, when he went over to Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. and then. Mike Tomlin taking over, and Mike Tomlin's a, a that, Mike Tomlin's coach. got numbers that yeah. like, and he's low key one of uh, again uh, yeah. in that conversation of the greatest. Yeah, I mean it's just when you put the two together, they're unstoppable. But like I said, I think that I think that Brady in the long run is going to miss Belichick more than Belichick misses Brady. I don't think I think Belichick wins one more Super Bowl than he's done. I think he'll retire. I think that's. I don't think he has anything else really to prove. It's he brought Cam. He brought Cam in. Obviously, Cam's not working out. Cam's not. Cam didn't play last year, did he? No. That's Cam, what I'm saying. No, he was out all season. One, he started out like last year. He, we had that whole thing where he was on a vegan diet for a long time, and it was causing him like serious like uh, issues on the field. I remember yeah, that. Because he wasn't. It was strong. a health thing. Yeah, and he wasn't getting like the proper uh -huh. red meat or whatever you want to consider it. And we're not like. No dog on that lifestyle, but for him to maintain the level that he wanted to, the 14-2 and two season at Carolina, the Super Bowl runs, etc. If you want to maintain that, like you still do have to kind of stay in some yeah. you know, regimented rhythm. You know right. what I'm saying? I think that threw him off. Yeah. I mean, Cam, I've never liked Cam Newton. I didn't like him coming out of Auburn. I didn't think... Most people don't like the rushing quarterback unless you're Michael Vick. I love... Russian quarterback. That's what's crazy. I love. I love Russell Westbrook. You I love, love Lamar. Love Lamar Jackson. I, I love my favorite quarterback in the NFL right now is Kyler Murray. I love Kyler Murray, and I think that Kyler Murray, unfortunately, once he starts to slow down, he's not going to be in the NFL anymore because no, he yeah. doesn't have that longevity. Great, like, he doesn't have thing. like Breeze's accuracy. Like Breeze is tiny, but he's he the, makes his system work for him now. He's the most accurate quarterback in football. So, and he gets the ball out. He has the, also has the fastest release time in football. He holds the ball for one point. He averages one point two seconds. They. That's kind he, of insane. Yeah. He, when you see stats like that, you're like, it boggles my mind every time. And then you just remember, you're like, oh, it's pro sports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is crazy. It, the in speed, general. the speed of which pro sports is played, like it looks slow on TV. Yeah, I'm like, sure, it looks like slower, and but, because of the fact that each play is broken up. You right, know what I'm saying? Like, and they can dude, be. As I went from I went from high seconds. school. I went from high school football. Now my high school wasn't big. We weren't the greatest team of all time, but we were a good football team. Mm -hmm. And I went from that 
that playstyle to college division three college football and that was a huge difference you know there was i mean these guys you don't think like when you play in high school football you're like oh yeah yeah like i, I could take on anybody and mm -hmm. then you get to the next level and you're playing with any grown, step up from that yeah grown men oh yeah oh, like 21 22 sometimes year olds. five yeah fifth year seniors whatever yeah, it might be it's it was crazy man i'm not gonna lie i mean i held my own i was 18 i held my own i'm, I'm a big guy but the this just the difference in that i couldn't even imagine the step trying ups to, trying to play nfl football we had to go back one uh to last episode because i said Tower tag of Alua might be fake, and I am eating oh, my words. Eating them. He shoved it up my hoop yeah, last week. They almost beat Arizona. I was. Scared. That was a hell. Of, that was a hell of a game. Yeah, it's dude. kind of electric to see two young quarterbacks going at it like that with a I decent just, team around them. But hold on, Tua, flip them, flip them. Tua doesn't have anybody. Hopkins. Yeah, so I, I literally thought that to Larry myself. Fitzgerald. He doesn't have Kenyon Drake. So you put him on the Cardinals. Yeah, exactly. It's just so weird watching left-handed quarterbacks. That's the only thing yeah. that throws me off. Like, the, and his throwing style is almost like a Tim Tebow, and that's uh, that's always like Tim Tebow is obviously left-handed as well. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. was like, but the, he throws it more like a, like a baseball. Like it's weird. I don't know. Didn't Murray play though baseball? Kyler Murray, yeah, he, yeah, he, got he was, a, yeah, he was Oakland. like a Oakland. first, he was a, he was first, a first rounder in both sports. Yeah. yeah, Oakland for baseball. And Arizona for uh, football. football, and he obviously <laughs> pick up that NFL yeah, money, baby. Well, not, not, the, not the shy at MLB money. That's I mean, that, that <laughs> but, it, but here's the thing: starting quarterbacks in the NFL rake it in faster than guys that are going to have to go through single A, double A, and triple A in baseball. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know he's he was gonna be on the field in a much more um, active role coming to Arizona than he would have been had going to Oakland, per se. You know what I'm saying? Totally different story. Hear me out, too. Okay. Say he doesn't, let's just say the next five years, he tears his ACL, NFL. Kyler? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you so think he makes the hop? So he can't. Pulls the Tim. Pulls the Tim and the MJ. Yeah, exactly. But he can do it. He actually has the... Tebow wasn't like bad. I think it was more like hype behind yeah, him. Yeah, like he could no, play, but Kyler Murray can, can play. play. Kyler Murray yeah. can play. Like Russell Wilson. Could Maybe play. that was like his idea, like coming in. He's like, like let's, let's just run it in the NFL for a while. Yeah. And if everything goes even bad, if, let's just say he has a ten-year career. So he goes in. He was he's twenty-two, and then he plays till he's thirty-two in the NFL. Making guap. He can still play baseball. Yeah. Because he pitched. And that's what he was. He's yeah, a pitcher. Yeah, he was a pitcher, and he also played shortstop. But I'm saying. You, you just keep maintaining your skills in that 10 years, there's going to be a team that's going to pick you up. Yeah, based the on the Diamondbacks, like if you yeah. have an illustrious career with the, the Cardinals, bring them a Super Bowl, the Diamondbacks will pick you up like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring them Arizona PR. loves Arizona. Yeah, they exactly. They love Arizona. Exactly. PR, I'd be about to say PR rep is that. Is, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. You're talking about like moving to yeah, from yeah. stadium to stadium, and, right. and seriously, all you're doing is flipping a jersey. Right, yeah. Exactly. You know? Well, sorry to get way off topic with that, but <laughs> I know I, I, I like those conversations. Yeah. Well, we at, at the end of the day, I don't think either of the teams go to the Super Bowl. No, let's start off with that. Um, and I think you're right. I think for the time being, in this season, I think Belichick misses Brady more in this yes. moment. But in the long run, I think Belichick will foster more success yeah. as opposed to like I don't see Tampa Bay being the 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 thing to beat every year. You know what I'm saying? Regardless no. of the roster, regardless of everything else, no. they are not like 
They're not going to stand on this mantle above everyone else, kind of like how the Patriots have for so long in the right. past. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Regardless of what anybody else looked like, when, no matter what we what was happening, we right. always talked about the team that would try to beat the Patriots. Right, yeah. That's always was that was always the conversation. And we did it. That's one of those Super Bowls where you just love to be a sports fan. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure from a non-supporter view, for nobody from New England, nobody from uh, Philly, that was probably electric. It was a shootout, man. It was a shootout. Everybody wanted to see the Philly scumbags lose, and everybody else wanted to see uh, the dynasty crumble. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, thankfully, we got the latter. Can we talk about it took uh, another Super Bowl? So there's two Super Bowls in a row that uh, Nick Foles was the last person to throw a touchdown. <laughs> two Super Bowls in a row? Yeah, up until the homes this year, this past year. When Brady at Brady beat, uh, who'd they beat? The Rams. No one threw, uh, no one threw a touchdown. Not that's single, right. There wasn't a single touchdown. That Rams game, that didn't even feel like a Super Bowl. No, man. The, that didn't feel like a Super both, Bowl at they all. They both looked terrible. It was a really bad it Super was a, Bowl. Well, it was a defensive Super Bowl. That's and I get it, defense wins championships, but that's what your dad says at a barbecue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jer- that's just Jericho, not what I want to watch. Jerichoff wasn't ready for the time to... Like, to, to like come to his own, right? right like exactly. in, in a big stage moment like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And here's my thing. Like I, I get it. Like the fundamentals, the fundamentals, the fundamentals. Yeah. I get that. No doubt in my mind. Um, but sometimes you just like watching sparks fly. You right. know what I'm saying? And all that stuff go to the wind. Um, that's why Philly Philly was as cool as it was. That's why any of these trick plays get put up on Sports Center Top Ten, right. etc. Um, but you know, I digress. Yeah. No, I think at the end of the day. We're both in the same boat. Neither of these teams make the Super Bowl. Right now, Bill's hurting the most, but in the long run, he'll he'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? As right. opposed to Brady, who's kind of at the will of whatever Tampa Bay's got planned for the next few years. Because right. he doesn't have a lot of time, you know what no, I'm saying, no, to no, get no. seven. No. And like I said, to wrap this up, it's a race to the mountaintop. Yeah. He who wins the Super Bowl wins his race in my head. He who holds seven, that's the guy. Yeah, and I think First. it's going to be Belichick. That's just my opinion. Um, what, if, what if Brady went seven and Belichick's like, I'll go get eight. Then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> could you imagine? Well, I mean, you get, you're get you a coach. You're longevity. Oh, yeah. Just tell you're senile to the way Jerry Jones is running the Cowboys. Before we move on to a different sport topic here, I want to just uh, – big news in Philadelphia sports this week. Uh, Lane Johnson, Boogie Sanders, and the return of Alshon Jeffrey this week for Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I guess a big uh, NFC East team as well. With, yeah, the Giants. The I don't mean big as in like, no, oh, you know no, what I mean. They give us a hard time every time we play. They do give us a hard time, and it's, the, it's one of the few roadblocks preventing us from getting to the division right now. Just throwing this out there, the Eagles, the last nine times they have played the New York football Giants, we have beaten them. They are 9-0 and in their last nine meetings. I would also like to report that Carson Wentz is 8-0 to throw an interception in a game. Yeah, <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer it till I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna hammer it till I'm wrong. Yeah, um, yeah no, of course. Uh, another side uh, venture into the Philly sports world. Um, big congratulations to the Philadelphia Union yeah. for um, ascertaining the uh, Community Shield. Uh, uh, they got that for attaining the most points throughout the season. Um, they will be going into the playoffs soon, so we wish them the best of luck there. I know they're still determining who their opponent's going to be because there's a play. Yeah, there's a, there's play a weird play-in series. Uh, New England and uh, I believe it's DC United. It's either DC or uh, Red Bull. I forget which one it is. Yeah. Both teams, I'm pretty sure we've beaten uh, oh, yeah. recently. Um, we just beat New England. I know, yeah, but 
I hope we play that. Playoffs. Playoffs. That means we five times we put we beat them this year. Well, yeah, no doubt. But New England, New England soccer team is nowhere near. No, no, no. Nowhere near anything else. It's 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 no Boston. It's no. It's just Patriots. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. So you know, good luck to Philadelphia. Um, And we'll keep you guys updated through that. For any soccer fans that are out there, like I said. Yeah, because we do have playoffs coming around the corner and. We are kind of running the what we got the NFL left. The NHL is going to be starting hopefully January first. The MLB is still in shambles. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The NBA is going through its process. So they approved the date. It's the money factor. It's it's coming down to the money factor again. How players are going to be paid because it's going to be another shortened season. It's not going to be yeah. eight games. This year. Yeah, I think it's a 74 game season. They they drop it down to 74, 68, something like that. Adam Silver is the best. The best, 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 best general manager of any of the four, or commissioner, sorry, of any of the four major sports. He, I think Batman is the best. His players love him. I think Batman. Oh, I think stop. Batman all day. Oh, come on. I think it's Batman. I, mean, I think he's number two. I think Silver's got support. Adam Silver's ever. allegiance to other things, entities beyond the NBA for his dollar is kind of what puts him in the lower tier for me and i get it push china because basketball is good in china and it's a, it's a marketable sport over there and they enjoy it and i get that but like when you talk about adam silver like censoring comments and tweets and like saying guys can't say certain things batman doesn't come out and say that batman doesn't do stuff like that you know what i'm saying and like i said we but we talked about this in the last episode both batman and silver were the two to handle this the best in terms of Absolutely. postseason, how everything was going to move forward, etc., and keeping COVID cases down. Right. Um, I, Bettman said he's not going to play less than 48 games this this year. He said he doesn't want to play in summer. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're going to target January 1st as a start date for 2020-2021 season, uh, which I think will be interesting. Are we going to do hub cities again? Yeah. Are we going to do that same playoff format where we have a play-in where guys that wouldn't have made it in a regular setting get a chance? I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked it. I thought it was an interesting aspect. I didn't like the way that the Flyers played against some of these teams that shouldn't have made it to the yeah. playoffs. But I thought it was. I thought it added an interesting element to yeah. see the Canadians and the Islanders of the world that weren't yeah. going to make this playoffs. Yeah. Well, the Islanders effed us. So, they played. They played a really good game. They played a really they played good game. And then they got well. Whoever won our series was about to go get stomped out by Tampa Bay, regardless. Uh, I think the Flyers beat Tampa Bay. I don't think the Flyers beat Tampa. Bay. Uh, I think. I think we caught them sleeping in round robin. Yeah. I, I think that's it. I think Tampa Bay has been the favorite for the last two to three years to win the cup. Easily. Uh, listen. They were the favorite last I'm year, and they lost. They lost in the first round. You know what I'm saying? I'm, Favorites lose. Listen, I I wear orange colored glasses. Man. I listen. I'm I'm with it. I love I orange wear... too. I'm an orange guy. But that being said, it's hard to not look at their roster and the way they've played over the last few years and kind of deny that this team's going to be successful for a few more before things start running right. its course. Because you know they won a, almost a record amount of games last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got their cup this year. I'd almost say them and the Avalanche are the two big favorites for next year's cup in the early stages of it. Yeah. McKinnon McKinnon wants it. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We talked a little bit about Toronto last week, yeah. a little bit about Calgary. The Canadian teams are kind of pulling their stuff together. And it just, I, I don't know. It doesn't feel right playing 48 games. I understand. Yes. I understand it. It's crazy because if you look at, like, the baseball season, like, they like shortened baseball was weird. Shortened baseball was so so weird. weird. And like so weird. You have 
like starting pitchers getting pulled in the fifth inning and like like you said the money ball. but it's like dude I like I I felt like the Yankees went on this sorry again they went on a, they did they go went, on a little they went on, they went on a, the tan, beginning of this thing, right? beginning of the season they were unstoppable and then Stanton Judge Urshela all get hurt and Luke Voigt gets hurt and then they just bad for like two weeks and then all of a sudden they're like oh are they even gonna make the playoffs and then they get those three guys back and they shoot up again yeah and it's just like that was like intense like watching and like, i don't think the breaks help anybody no and i understand why they're breaking we do you do not want to spread this you're talking about teams traveling from different state lines different cities with different restrictions and things like that so i understand why there was game cancellation and stuff like that but again we're gonna go back to like being a professional athlete is kind of like a regimented thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you've done it long enough, you're used to a methodical process that eases its way through. Granted, there's some hiccups along the way, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever it might be. But this is really throwing everybody out of their comfort zone in terms of, uh, you know, how they prepare for seasons, how they look at the season in general. It's it's going to be interesting. Shortened seasons are very very interesting, and. I'm excited, I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, I know, like, I know the spoils of having a normal regular season, and normal, like, I'm, I miss normalcy, and, I mean, that's... That's, that's, a, that's a constant for everybody right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. I, it's so, it, for my sports, it's like, oh, man, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, but at the same time, I don't want to watch a shortened season anymore, and that's, it scares me for hockey, because the Flyers are always really good at the end of the year. But they always come yeah, again, struggling. Yeah. So, so And again, that's like, are these teams going to get cheated? Because, well, no. I can't even say cheated, because if you don't play well in the beginning of the season, yeah, it's a shortened season, but you need to go in there with the mindset of like, okay, we can't drop games, because we are 30-some, 8, 30, 40-plus games under sure, what we're yeah. normally playing. Like, we need to bring it every single night. And well, let's see how guys buy into that. If that is the case, and we are doing 48... Let's see how it goes. Like, maybe we get, like, some sort of brand of hockey, like, a little bit more hard-nosed because you know you don't have these escape routes. Like, oh, we're going to go play the Anaheim oh, dude, and the San Jose's a, of the world. The four checks will be insane this year. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be a very high-paced, aggressive hockey. And when I say aggressive, I don't mean, like, oh, fighting, fighting and, stuff, and yeah. stuff, like, big hits. No, like... Wrestling on the board. There's going to be a lot of wrestling. Board. Everything's going to be put on net. You're mm-hmm. going to be... It, the I would say dirty goals, like when I say dirty goal, trash goals. Yeah, those flick ons where like a, a guy standing in front yeah, of a yeah, yeah. goalie or, or taps it in. Like you got, you got or those simmer. slingers from the top of the blue line that just magically float past four guys and a goalie. So yeah, I think I think we'll see how the shortened season plays itself out. Um, you know, that's all still to tell, and hopefully they can get that January first date locked in because I know that's what kind of the NHL and the NHLPA had agreed upon. Right. Um, Flipping over to European soccer real quick. The trade rumors are circulating. They're saying Cristiano to Paris for Neymar to Juventus. I don't see it happen uh, happening in general. Um, those are both high-profile players, and to trade contracts like that for two big clubs doesn't make any sense. I've also heard in the rumor mill, this one's definitely like rumor's sake, but hey, if it comes out to be true, this would be a wild storyline. I'm hearing that Paris has been asking Neymar for $10 million back on his contract. <laughs> 
because he hasn't played up to snuff. And could you imagine Carson would be giving back like a hundred million dollars right now? Well, you're talking about a you're talking about a player who signed a two hundred and twenty five million dollar contract at the time. It was the highest soccer contract ever right, for yep. an individual, right? So you you do expect numbers, and guys like Zlatan and Edison Cavani played have played better for that club at much lower of a price tag. Still high price tags because Paris. They call Paris Saint-Germain the, the golden prison. Hockey in general, and I've seen this a lot, hockey gets like labeled this racist sport very quickly, uh, very often. And I don't, I don't think that holds true to really what hockey is in general. Right. I think if you look to the places that are much smaller than the NHL, uh, the CHLs, the OHLs, the WHLs, all of these Canadian hockey leagues, those guys are just tough regardless, you know what I'm saying? They're everything from people of color, to people of indigenous nature, to the land, to people who have settled here through European descent. You know what I'm saying? Every single one of those guys loves to play hockey regardless. Right. So, and and we had another historic um, occurrence in the NHL with Quentin Byfield going second overall, being the uh, um, highest person of color to be drafted. Yeah. I think at second overall was the highest pick. Yeah. So, you know, the, these these claims that hockey is like racist, I always, I always found those just lowbrow takes. Yeah, listen, if you think, if you want to be racist, we'll put you on the ice with Wayne Simmons and see what happens. Yeah, okay? seriously, seriously. seriously. Um, or Dustin Bufflin. Yeah, there's some, dude, there's some seriously <laughs> amazing game. players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says a lot for the Arizona to release him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we never wish ill will on people, but, you know, there is a point in time where people do need to accept the terms of the conditions of the consequences from decisions they've made. And this is that young man's opportunity. Uh, he gets to now... He had an amazing opportunity that people would kill for, and his past actions and his lack of remorse cost him that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we're just hoping that moving forward, this guy can hopefully uh, get it together. And, you know, like I said, hockey's not racist. And, again, that's a lowbrow, uneducated take on it. I want to talk about a couple of free agents um, coming up in the next couple of years. Uh, specifically for baseball, and then I want to talk about football and basketball. So, just one free agent for you um, and me. I that I feel like can change that seriously change the atmosphere for the Philadelphia sports teams. Um, yeah, we, we're we'll, we're going to talk a lot of broad sports topics. Like today, we were talking about Brady and Belichick. Uh, but we always try to bring it back in these episodes to Philadelphia. And so, um, for baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies, we talked about, we touched on it last week. You win through the middle of the field. I brought up this topic. So, with Didi Gregorius probably out, I feel like the Phillies should go after another accent, you know. That's DJ uh, LeMayhew. Okay, so DJ LeMayhew led off for the Yankees last year. He batted over to 260. The guy is a game changer. And if he doesn't stay with the Yankees, you talk about opening your checkbook. Because obviously, number one, everybody wants to keep, everybody wants JT Realmuto back. And I, I don't know if he's going to stay, if he's not. It's going to be tough. Did you know that the Phillies have the fifth highest annual salary of any team in baseball? Yeah, so, but that's what you, remember we talked about last week, Middleton can't say. I want my effing trophy back. Yeah. And not, he still haven't, he's, they still haven't hit luxury tax. Yeah. So he's not paying that yet. And he's saying, oh, I'll open my, my book. He still hasn't done it. Like, he hasn't truly done it. 
Look at the Yankees. Look at the Red Sox. Look at the Dodgers who just won the World Series. Look at the luxury tax they Oh, no, yeah, they're paying something. Like the Philadelphia is a big market team. Mm -hmm. You can pay it. You make more money than your team is worth every year. Yeah. Just do it. I recently had a conversation uh, with our baseball friend, Hattie A., about Aaron Nola and his regards and Aaron Nola and how he felt about him. He goes, he's our ace, but in anywhere else, he's a second, third what pitcher or anywhere it? else. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need somebody who can lock it down. Yeah. And if that means Nola pushes back, um, I know that in, because I'm not a crazy baseball guy myself, um, I usually get it through most yeah. of you guys in terms of that side of the sports world. Um, but he was saying uh, the bigger mistake that we've made recently was the Jake Arrieta oh, signing. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I agreed you with him. You signed him to a three-year, $75 million. So it was kind of like when the Sixers signed J.J. Redick, okay? They needed somebody to attract other free agents. That year, Jake Arrieta was a hot commodity. So they went out, they go like this, we're going to overpay for this guy, have him talk us up. Yeah, and then to get him to bring more players. Bryce Harper. Yeah. They trade for JT Romuto, mm -hmm. DD. I think DD was more because we had, we brought in uh, Joe Girardi. Mm, Joe Girardi, yes. Yeah. So it's, I feel like that's more why we got DD, but that's still, it's, I think DJ LeMahieu will be the game changer that the Phillies need. You can put him anywhere in the infield. You can put him at second, short, first, third. He's a utility infielder, but he's a very, very, very good, and he's very his bat makes up for it makes up for any weakness he has in the field, which is very little. But I feel like it'll be a hard time to get him away from the uh, from the Yankees. It will be. Um, so if we want to move on to the NFL, uh, Kenny Galladay. Um, so wide receiver from Detroit. I wouldn't be shocked if they if they throw a tag on him, just because that's their only offense. To, to be honest, um, he's coming up to be a free agent here, playing for Detroit, and the guy is he's consistent. He has good hands, and you have. Matt Stafford, who at one point had Megatron, had, you know, other really, really good wide receivers, and Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay, he said to himself, is probably the second best wide receiver he's ever thrown to. So, Eagles, obviously, we talked about last episode, how I feel like... Um, we just let Carson down every week? Yeah, every year. And he does have his, hasn't done anything. Um, but that's who I would take is Kenny Galladay. If we can get him here, I mean, it's going to cost a little it's bit of money. Be, yeah. But by the time 2021 comes around, Alshon's, Alshon's going to be gone. So we won't deal with that ridiculous contract anymore. I would, I would if, if Cincinnati didn't get Joe and A.J. Green was still like living what would have been considered a hell on earth, I would have loved to have picked up AJ Green. It's a, that's again, that's a pricey wide receiver. Yeah. But we don't. Who do we have? And we don't exactly. We don't. You know what I'm saying? So when you pick up your like, you don't. You go to Wawa to get bread. You don't go to Wawa to get wide receivers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think you just need somebody whose name hits the living room and everyone like sparks conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, did you hear about that? Yeah. Well, the thing is with AJ Green is he's been hurt so much, but it's. 
still on. I would take AJ Green over anybody on our team. Yeah, sure. that's well, for sure. We have a wide receiver besides maybe Travis Holcomb. I really, I think he's. You think really, he could be the undercover truth right now? Yes, I I think that he could be an answer for a little for a couple of years here. I think that he's not a joke. I think that he comes out and he plays football, and I think he's just really really good at football. And we might have gotten a steal in him. Um, and then in the meantime, we can just keep targeting our tight ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so for basketball, I, I think everybody's going to be on the assist. Of Giannis is going to be the guy. Everybody wants. Everybody Giannis. wants Giannis. Everybody wants Giannis. LeBron's not going anywhere but LA yep, Kawhi, again. Kawhi's not leaving LA. Kawhi's not leaving LA. That's Jordan another one. Leaving LA. Nope. Rudy Gobert. Love to see it on the defensive end, but I don't think we need it like no, that. No, we haven't beat. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about him. Yeah, Victor Oladipo. See, I'm I'm weird about Victor Oladipo. I'm very, very weird about him. I'm back and forth on him. Uh, Drew Holiday has a player option. I think he's going to be a sixer this year. Don't worry about that. I don't think he was. I think Wasn't he formerly a sixer? Yes. Ugh, not again. I think, no, no, no. We want that again. We want that problem again. Not touching him with a 10-foot pole. Colorado. I feel like Lowry, again, he, he just feels like a Toronto guy forever. Yeah. Kind of how, like... Uh, Nowitzki stayed in Dallas that is basically his entire time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think Lowry's staying there again. Demar? Demar? Maybe. I like Demar, but I don't know I what it would take to get him out of San Antonio. Well, I think I don't think Pops gonna be signed. He's at, at in twenty twenty one he's gonna be thirty one years old. So he's he's getting up there in age, but he might be the Horford that we need. The Horford that we should yeah. have. I'm not touching him with a 20-foot pole. No Gordon Hayward. No, he can stay in Boston. I think he will stay in Boston. He might be a sixer this year already, Chris Paul. Yeah, the big talks coming out of there. Yeah. But uh, they no, also, yeah, they're Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix was also talking to Chris Paul through uh, via OKC. Uh, yeah, and again, I'm with you on that. Where not it's touching him. Blake, no. I mean, jersey sales at this point type yeah. of thing. Nothing crazy. Uh, Mike Conley. Uh, he, he could be interesting. He, he could be interesting. Over. I just I don't I didn't I haven't watched him much outside of Utah. Yeah. Like that's all I've ever seen him on. Mm -hmm. My personal self. Yeah. So uh, unproven for me, but I'm sure he's probably got an illustrious career, and someone's gonna shove it up my hoop next week. Yeah. Um, Drummond. See that that might be something I'm interested in. He's younger still. He's been on some good teams with some good players. And Embiid, he can eat minutes. If him and Joel could split, you know. Yeah, but Joel wants minutes. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I like Andre Drummond. But, um, yeah, I, everybody, everybody's going to be talking about Giannis. Giannis. I mean, we Giannis. can't. We can't. We could. We couldn't. We could. We couldn't. We could. Well, we'd have to trade. Oh, yeah, we're going to get rid of Ben. You'd have to get rid of Ben if you want Giannis, too. Um, but then who's our point guard? We don't, I mean, Chris Paul. Oh, if, if you think we're getting Paul and Oladipo. Daryl Morey will make it work. I have all faith. Daryl Morey might want to pass the spoon to all the other GMs real quick and have them hit the wacky sauce to make sure that everybody's on board with this. Just saying. It's time for everybody's uh, favorite, favorite time of the day. It's our ice cold picks coming to you from Aiden Lang. Here all right. Go. The record for the ice cold picks so far is two and four. Arizona could not cover minus four versus the Dolphins because Tawatuga however you say his Tua name. Tua There you go. Uh, loves to show it up my hoop. <laughs> Seattle, I said it last <laughs> week, and I literally said it last week. I said uh, Josh Allen in Bill's country with the Mafia just plays a different game. 
shoved it up my hoop. It's, that's a trend today. Um, Colts versus the Ravens. I had the over. Nothing. <laughs> no. Thanks, Lamar. Thanks. Because Philip well, did his job. Yeah. Philip did his job. First, first overall defense in the NFL. Welcome to you. Uh, oh, these over under Life's too short to bet the under sometimes, which yeah. is scary because you should see this week's ice cream. Uh, um, the Steelers. This was the the bigger disappointment of them. Yeah, the Steelers to win by two touchdowns, and for them to barely win by like six or whatever yeah. it was was. A travesty. I mean, congratulations on keeping your uh, win streak alive. You almost lost to a fifth-round quarterback from James Madison. Yeah. I don't ride with those teams. Uh, I should have. The two that actually cashed for us were the Saints versus Tampa Bay under because it was literally the opposite of what I said last week. I said, Brady gets the lead and slows it down. Well, Brady doesn't get the lead and never speeds up. Yeah. So either way, it cashed, whatever. They don't ask you how, they ask you how many. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Oak, uh, sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Las Vegas Raiders overcashed because they had a nice little bit of a gun fest last week. Ice Cold Picks is two and four uh, on the general sense of the matter. So here is our next set of picks. So this week we have the Colts versus the Titans. We're going to take the under 48 and a half points on that. The Titans are fake. Fake. <laughs> that is big words. Those bro. are big words. Bro, that Those is, are big words. That is, what? And sometimes the Titans are fake. I'm saying it now. Oh, my God. And once the time comes, and now here's what's up. Either next week I eat this piece of paper that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I think you're going to be eating pieces too. Did That's you okay. the Titans are fake? They're fake. Do you know who the running back is? I'm aware of who that human monstrosity <laughs> is. Yes, Derrick Henry's amazing. And listen, Tannehill, you don't get one pop off year and get to like come in as a problem. He's having a bad year this year. He's yeah, but then they're not covering year. and losing against teams they shouldn't. Fake. Oh Fake. Good teams win. Great teams cover the spread. Oh That's just how that works. So yes, I might be eating paper next week, and I don't care. I didn't take. I took the under. Under. Colts versus Titans, under 48 and a half. Um, like I said, I think the Titans are fake. And if I eat paper and they shove it up my hoop, so be it. I mean, there's two really good defenses. So that's, I, 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 that's where I was leaning towards it. Okay. I'm hoping that nobody pops off, but we'll see. Um, the next one we have is a hometown favorite. We took Philly minus three and a half versus the Giants. Um, that, I don't think anybody looks super sexy on this, to be quite well, honest. Listen, with Alshon and Boogie coming back and Johnson coming back, I wouldn't be shocked if that moves to almost a six-point favorite. Uh, yeah, these are, by the way, for anybody that's questioning where I'm getting these numbers, these are like, I get these lines on a Wednesday yeah. in the middle of the day. Yeah. Minnesota versus the Bears. I took Minnesota minus three to beat the Bears. I've got... The L.A. Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. I've got under 55. Um, I don't think Jared Goff is popping off for anybody this year. Uh, Seattle's had their moments of falter. Slow game for me. Tampa Bay. He loves to lose and come back and cover, so I think Brady covers minus five against Carolina. Uh, they're going to be without Christian McCaffrey again anyway. <laughs> so I really liked minus five. I took yeah. it by the points. Chargers and Dolphins, after seeing Justin Hubert do as well as he has in the beginning of the season and doubting Tawa last week and getting it, you know, properly it's, kicked in the teeth for it. Listen here, you red-headed. <laughs> so, All I'm it, saying. It's Tua. 
<laughs> Tower. Anyway, Chargers versus Dolphins over 48 and a half. I think both of those teams light it up. Um, and I think that we can see over on that one. And then I've got Jaguars versus Green Bay under 51. So I think that's just, again, that's Aaron Rodgers taking over that game. I do not see the Jaguars bringing anything I'll, to the table. Which would be awesome for the under. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to see that. So right now we're at the record of 2-4. Uh, we've got another seven picks in there. Uh, we'll hold the record up until that point. Do you like the strange, the unusual, things about murder mystery or those about psychopathic killers? Well, check out the Coffee Macabre podcast on Spotify. Check them out at Coffee and the Macabre on Instagram, Facebook, and any other social media platforms you can find them on. Just go over there, tell them we sent you, and, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy. So we'll be back uh, next week, and uh, this has been The Shakedown. I'm yeah. Ian Lang. I'm Shebear, and have a good one.